Adam Sessler loses his mind again. R.L. Stein addresses revisionist rumors, and Seth Rogen wolkifies TMNT. That and more on tonight's episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Daily Nights. I am your host, Treasonous Truths, and joining me tonight, I have my co-host, Daddy Sins. Say hello, Daddy Sins. Yo, what's up, everybody? Daddy Sins in the house again, like always. And here to remind you, we got some shit to talk about tonight. It's a it's a more stuff from last night, and don't be a fucking sinner. So we were talking about anime again? Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, we can... But we're definitely going to talk about some uh, revisioned cartoons for, uh, you know, the, 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 the quote that the quote, the, uh, the call them like the woke, the wokies or the people and how we like to use for a modern audience. The soy boys, the reward, the reboard warriors that there are a plethora of names they go by nowadays. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So recently it was unveiled that Seth Rogen is doing, well, the trailer, I should say, was unveiled that Seth Rogen is helming a new TMNT uh, product called uh, the Soylent Mayhem. I mean, Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> that 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 line, by the way, is courtesy of the one, the only, the great Razor Fist, the master of elocution. So I can't take credit for that one. But when I read that, I was laughing my ass off for a good five, five minutes solid. So, <laughs> yeah, so Mutant Mayhem is the name of the title. And everyone was watching the trailer, and what really set twitter and the internet ablaze these past few days and it still seems like it's going on but it seems like the fires are starting to die down from what i've noticed is the whole thing around the race swap and the i guess the poor physique of april o'neill uh, a traditionally caucasian character a ginger as it were uh the newest victim of what is going around being called the ginger side one of many fictional characters that was a ginger, right? Like Iris West, Wally West, just to mm-hmm. name two. That or Jimmy Olsen as well, all DC Universe characters, but <clears throat> that were race swapped and ultimately also not just their hair color and their, but also their skin too. So, and of course, everyone is took their sides, and the battle basically, like Eric July says, everyone overnight became a TMNT fan. So especially the Redditors who were <laughs> making arguments that, oh, April O'Neil was always black. Look at this this white drawing, uh, this drawing of a, you know, nothing, no, you know, indication of color with curly hair. Motherfucker, when was that drawn? We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. The 80s. What was the hairstyle back in the 80s? Thank you, okay? Perms. Uh, 80s yes, was perms. Much. And it just, for the people that don't know, and if you obviously have a, Mother from the eighties, go ask her. She would tell you that eighties perms was the hairstyle in the eighties, the big poofy hair. And all women were white women, black women, Asian, whoever, right? But that was the style that women wore. So if the drawing was dictated in nineteen eighty four, right, even as a black and white drawing, 
yes, you're going to have the the perm hair, the big poofy hair, because that was the style in the 80s. God, Mike, it's like they don't do their own fucking research. No, they don't. <laughs> what they do is they'll they'll take maybe a out of context uh, quote from one of the co-creators. Eastman was the one in particular who said, oh, he had always intended her to be like a, a multiracial or multi-ethnic uh, character. Right, but this is the same Eastman that acts as a rubber stamp just so he can cash in a check. And just so to the audience knows, Eastman wasn't the one who had actually control or rather ownership of the whole franchise up until two thousand what the fuck maybe yeah. this is probably at least a decade ago, maybe a little bit less. Uh, it was actually Laird and the co-creator of TMNT. And so <clears throat> Eastman saying what he's saying, it's it's like having a rubber stamp on. All right, is that check clearing? All right, cool. There you go. You got your check. I'll approve of this. So, and of course, the one, the only Eric July, aka uh, creator of the Ripperverse and Isom, which we talked about on one of our uh, previous episodes of Neon Knights yeah. FM. <coughs> he went in, did a whole deep dive, even comparing uh, TMNT characters that were actually black, and then were uh, to show as a comparison of no, this shading that you're seeing isn't a representation of a black character. It's it's just a shading from the lighting. Because remember, the old TMNT comics prior to I forgot what issue it was. I think maybe four or seven. It's it wasn't it wasn't in color. It was black and white. I think it, it wasn't until the third issue where we got we started getting color. According the first first issue being Eastman and Large Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Laird. Oh, sorry, Laird, Eastman and Laird's. <laughs> There you go. Teenage Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the uh, thing was the third issue that was in uh, color. And as you can see, April Neo's skin is white and she has big poofy hair and perm is the hairstyle. And she has red hair because she was uh, des described to be a ginger. That's she what, was a ginger. Yeah. That's what they want. That's how they portrayed April O'Neil to be. After that's how they wanted to portray the character that they invented to be as. You say all the lighting you want for the audience out there, but this is how this is the original source material. As Eric July says in his first publication, she was white. This is not up for dispute. And this wasn't even the first time that they did a race swap either. And there are other characters that that went under the whole thing, but they did rectify it. Um, I forgot his name. The he was one of the he was a a, a minor villain. Uh, he developed the uh, these little robots. I forgot what they were called. It's been oh my god, it's been fucking ages since I've read any TMNT stuff. And so they actually in the original cartoon they made him white, Caucasian, but then they switched him back over to being black as he was intended to be. Yeah. There. So looking it over currently right now, Mike. There was, so the rise of the Teenagers and Ninja Turtles show. Baxter Stockman, sorry, that that was the character's name. Sorry, that was bugging yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. The rise of the teenage is called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show that that started in 2018, ran to 2020, where we where we quote had the the color or race swap of April O'Neil. That's uh, that's where at least that's where that's one instances of, of where it happened. Yeah. 
And I think what from various videos of people uh, displaying there, I think Eric Dyer pretty much was the well, the only one who actually not saying him, but he was he was pretty much one of the 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 first that provided like the receipts to everything, and everyone mm-hmm. else kind of just added obviously, re either re- rehashed it, retold like we're doing, or they had their own opinions on it. Um, Melly Mac said her to her the issue wasn't really about the race, the fact that she looked ugly, pretty much. And how how pretty much April O'Neil was being portrayed as uh, someone who was uh, ugly because April O'Neil was supposed to be a woman, a very good looking woman, a very good looking. But, but this version of April O'Neil is one that quote from her. And I also agree with what she says, who's either ugly and, you know, she's fat. And this is from a yeah, fat person saying it. She's fucking fat. This is the truth. She is fat. That is that is technically trying to. Portray that saying that almost says obesity is okay when it's not. It's one of the it's one of the leading causes of deaths in the United States right now. Obesity. So, and but there isn't a vaccine for that, right? Though <laughs> I had to throw that joke in. <laughs> I mean, there is, but it also comes with a chance of uh, side effects, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> there is a uh, a gentleman that I follow. Uh, his handle is the at the pencil pimp. Um, Pinion nerded. He actually talked about how. Them actually, basically, them putting this out as uh, April O'Neil's character, the way she is, physicality, provides you an insight into their perception of how they think fee- black females look at themselves. And he, I recommend taking a look at his page uh, if you want to as well, Daddy Sins. He posted pictures of actual girls from, you know, uh, black girls from Pinterest, uh, Instagram, right? Even Facebook of, you know, women of that they could have actually taken if they, you know, race swap aside. What they could have done with April O'Neil to mirror the physicality she had in her other iterations. But, of course, they didn't do that. Because why? Because this isn't about race. This isn't about you know the body type, ultimately. It's about them checking off a box and them saying, okay, we're going to make April O'Neil this, 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 just so we can just put it out there. And they don't actually give a shit about what it's supposed to be. That is that is pretty much Michael. Just like you said, that is the exact problem, the main problem that we keep that we keep seeing. What Hollywood is doing is before anything comes out, or even or even when they not quote well, it's not really steal work, but they try to do a modern revision of a work, which we're gonna get into books of, you know, R.L. Stein as an example. We'll get into that a little later. Roald right? Dahl, James Bond, you, uh, yep. Ian Fleming. Yeah, we we got a list for you guys tonight. So. The fact that the either race that Hollywood need, make sure they need to have diversity, a race uh, that check all the boxes, need to have somebody who has a quote some type of uh, not there's nothing wrong with well physical disability, but in quote you're you're trying to pretty much check all the boxes before you actually attempt to you don't even make anything new. You just take something that already existed. And now you're gonna and now you're gonna twist it and change it for a quote modern audience and to make sure it's more di- to make sure it's either um more diverse or what it fits to a modern trend. So I'm sorry, I don't so, I don't think obesity shouldn't be a modern trend. Just saying. Well, it, it, you're not wrong. Like it's I, the fact that I have celebrated. to say that is crazy. Well, here's the problem. This goes into more conspiratorial government stuff of People want, you know, the establishment, the Uniparty, whatever you want to call them, the Illuminati, the uh, New World Order, whatever. Didn't you want the to call Illuminati them. get like wiped out in three seconds? 
world Doctor e Strange. <laughs> world economic. If only it were that simple. Yeah. Uh, the World Economic Forum, whatever you want to call them, right? Powers that be, right? Just to summarize it all. You, the they same thing that promote, took Andrew Tate. Free, they free top promote, G. Sorry, Mike. Had to say that. This is the same Andrew Tate who said that he would fuck a Megan Fox with a dick over a woman that is like built like Hulk Hogan. Just yeah, I saw. Mind. I saw that. That that, yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> why are you gay? <laughs> why are you gay? Like, yep. Why are you gay? So, why are you gay? <laughs> uh, um, like, dude, if you want to fuck it, you want to fuck a chick with a dick by all means, but don't chastise heterosexual men for not wanting to. Yeah, seriously, so, we're not there yet. As, especially he's running himself as top G. So, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought now talking about that. Oh, so yeah, it's a simple divide and conquer tactic. I talked about it before. They get people riled up about the black versus the black and white issue, which I stand on the fact is April O'Neil, do not race swapper, do not change your body. Give us April O'Neil. If you want to change some minor stuff, like, okay, the perm style, that went out of fashion, okay? So, of course, change your hair, but keep it the same color. Right, mm -hmm. make it something that matches, you know, the modern hairstyle of a of a you know the woman of that generation of that that decade to match society. So That's this how you generation adapt it half, for a modern half shaved audience. half shaved head. Half shaved. Oh, fuck that! No, yeah, that's fuck, that's apparently the that. trend. <laughs> That, just... That's not the trend. That's that's that is how you know to avoid the franchise. Um, that you know, <laughs> He Man. That's an example. Okay, talk about another beloved 80s franchise that was butchered by a fucking pot addicted I can't say pot addicted but oh fuck it yeah pot addicted um, Gen Xer okay and just to go back also to uh, what I was saying about the divide and conquer look at people arguing about black and white right With, that's the divide and conquer and then they'll actually make her obese so that that's another further divide and conquer tactic right but with that one they're also promoting that it's okay to be overweight don't do anything about it. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Okay? You don't want to go to the gym? By all means, your choice, right? I don't promote that. I think you should go to the gym. I, if you can, I should. If you're not, find a way to work out, change your diet, be healthy. Okay? Because eating bonbons all day and sitting on the couch, that's not going to be working for you or anyone else. Mm -hmm. And don't be pissed at people not finding you attractive because you won't take a modicum of effort to improve your own physicality. Yeah, there is there isn't a there, physical attraction does exist. It's not just saying, "Oh, they should like me for my personality." No. Yeah, that only goes that, so far. We as humans that comes on that, are attracted that comes... to physicality. Someone who looks physically, not telling you have to look like you got that four like eighty five abs, like you know chiseled abs. No, but you you look, you're taking care of yourself. You look healthy for the purpose of. Reproduction, a man, a woman. I know they're going to be like, oh, you can't say that. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what the, personality, the personality comes after the initial attraction. You don't go up to someone and be like, man, I really like your sense of humor. No. You know, you see them, man or woman, right? There's nothing in between, folks. Hate to break it to you. Actually, I'd love to break it to you, especially if you're a reboard warrior at me. So <laughs> there's nothing in between. Uh, so a man or woman, irregardless of who initiates it right in this scenario that I'm going to be putting in, they don't start off with, like I said, your sense of humor is fantastic or, you know, oh, I think you have a really nice personality. No, they look at you, their physical features that <clears throat> you're just drawn to as an individual. Each person is going to have their different thing that they're drawn to. But 
overall, there are some similarities as well. We as human so. agents, we judge instantly when we see somebody. Whether we mean to or not, it just happens automatically. It's a survival tactic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a survival tactic. Like, you know, hands in your pockets and stuff like that. What mm -hmm. What is it? You know, depending on where you are, is that going to be them trying to pull a knife on me, gun, whatever? Yeah, that's, you know. th that's what it goes down to. It's, it's physical attraction. And we're not saying that, you know, can not saying be attracted to like say so called like you know I like my women thick. Chubby you know? chasers are out there. They yeah, they're they're out there. You know, yeah. I, I like them thick. I'm talking like 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 slim and you know big thighs. You know, not 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 fucking gigantic. You know, how many C's? <sighs> like two to three. I, it depends how tall okay. you are. You did, see you you told me I remember you mentioning three C's in the past. I didn't know if it was a change. So, uh it has changed. Okay. So it's okay. it's between two and three. Obviously, it depends how tall she is. She's a lot okay. shorter, then it gets too big. But I've I've sure. seen some women that are taller than me. I'm like they 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 like a good healthy thick. I'm like God damn. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, da Damien's not here tonight, so please do not. This isn't the simp cast. So. No, no, no. The Belle Delphine cast is next week. <laughs> the Belle Delphine, good. I'll I'll make sure to miss it. Oh no, I have to be the producer. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you ain't going anywhere, Mike. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, Daddy, no, hey, no, Daddy. So, you were cussing at the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to go back to what I was saying before about the whole ginger side thing, just to mention, like I said, uh, one character I didn't even realize who started as a ginger, right, is Lana Lang. She, you know, Clark's, you know, high school sweetheart or how it's, how it's portrayed like in Smallville and so forth that we know her as from Smallville, right? She was originally a ginge, got casted as Kristen Crook. Uh, Iris West, that's the most notorious one. She went from ginger to, um, I guess, African-American in that case. Wally West is another one. Uh, let's see. Uh, April O'Neil, that's a classic one. Um Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. These are all oh. Ariel from Little Mermaid. You know, these are all Starfire, even though she was an alien. Isaac from Castlevania. You know, these are all Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, Josie from Josie mm, and the Pussycats. Yep. These are all characters that originally started as gingers. Jimmy Olsen, right? Uh, Daphne. These are all characters that started off as gingers, and they were all race swapped. So it, it seems weird that uh, Hollywood seems to have this big boner for... Uh, swapping out the gingers. I don't know what the whole reason is behind that. I think South Park might be responsible. The whole mm -hmm. gingers don't have souls, but no, no, no. They uh, it's it's a quota, Mike. It's got to be everything diversity. It's all they that it's all they care about. They don't even care about telling a good story because they'll just as long as it's got cool animation, tons of action, right? They'll they'll attract most people because most people that are like a okay with this. Sorry, but you're an idiot. Just. That's just that simple. Well, the thing is, they're not creating anything new. They're not being bold. They're not being brave in doing so. And there's no excuse for them not to. These are multi-million, multi-billion dollar, uh, well, we're multi-billion now. When it comes to Marvel and DC, they're more like multi-million dollar comic book companies that have the, or had, I'm not sure right now, but had the capital to actually try new things. But no, we're seeing that in the indie market. You know, like I was telling you last night, I have 30 plus, um, Indiegogo comics, you know, I'm waiting to receive, you know, and I'm, I'm waiting, you know, once I get them, I'll be happy to cover them on this podcast. 
and at least they're doing something new. They're doing something brave, you know, then and something potentially untested or something that goes back to the traditional comics that made the comic characters that we know that have been tainted and parasitized by uh, this wokeness or rather I should say cultural Marxism. That's what it boils down to. Nope, did I kill you? No, I'm still here. Oh yeah, that that was my rant. That 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 was it. Oh no, that no, it it definitely is pretty much cultural Marxism. Obviously, I know some people say all oh, the term woke term woke was hijacked. I get it. That's fine. I know that, but I'm still gonna call it woke. It is woke. It is still wokeism. It is so just it was liberal. Marxist. Liberal yep. was too. Liberal is yeah. another hijacked term. And I brought this up last night, if I'm not mistaken. I wasn't sure if it was on air or off air. But <clears throat> you're noticing now that these cultural Marxists are attacking uh, mangas and anime now, or these anime studios and these manga uh, publication companies. Why? Because manga is incredibly popular. Back in 20, uh, 2021. Success, popular and still very successful. Yes. $1.5 billion out of the $2 billion comic book industry came from manga in 2021. So, they they realize this. They're not stupid, right? Don't don't let their incompetency be masqueraded as you know a lacking of intelligence. No, they they know what they're doing in that regard, and they're going to try to infect it. This is why, like I mentioned previously, a lot of these anime studios, a lot of these manga publication companies are looking to have their own in-house uh, translation or localization teams, so that they won't be affected by these cultural Marxists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, remember back to the day with the four kids issue. Oh, dude, that yeah, the four, four kids with Yu Gi Oh as an example was a major issue back then, and that that's kind of the that's pretty much the issue. Well, one of the main reasons why I prefer to watch nothing against English voice actors. I think I think a few a, a lot of them are you know very good act very good voice actors. There's nothing wrong with that. I just prefer to watch my anime, uh, Japanese language but uh subbed japanese subbed where i can see the subtitles because there's more there's more um, there's more emotion there's more like emphasis and oomph into the when they're doing the voice acting right That's it's almost original. did you hear the uh not here but did you see the japanese version of a uh, see a video of japanese version of god of war god of war is not ragnarok no, no 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 the voice Okay. There was a scene between Thor and um, o, uh, not Odin, uh, uh, Kratos and Thor, but obviously it was uh, voiced in Japanese. I guess obviously for the okay. the Japanese mark, and I heard it. It was just an interaction between them talking, and okay. it, it just sounded very cool. That's all I just want to say about that. Oh, okay. No, I just because God of War is an American made game. Oh yeah, yeah. By, no, it is by a, by a Japanese company technically, because that's Sony technically, but. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's an American-made game. I mean, if the localization for the Japanese is great, I'll check it out. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I just I saw it the other day just randomly, and I saw it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like it just it just it felt more like there was more like emotion into it, right? There was more. It just felt that's that's one of the reasons why. And at the same time, when they do transfer language from the Japanese to the American for quote dub, right? They obviously. They do. They change. They do have to change certain things. They do change some things, but when I, when you watch anime, anime is meant to be 
over exaggerated, more emotional, more emotionally driven to to do something, right? So then the Japanese do it very well. That's why I, I prefer to watch it. See, that's that's an anime trope that turns me away from anime. The whole like exaggeration where like the guy's head becomes like ten times the size it's supposed to be, and like tears are coming out of his eyes, and he's like, no. Nah! you know screaming and all that that actually turns or he gets a pow- or he gets a random power up yeah exactly <laughs> like like he like the girl's like i know it'll power him up and she shows him her, like his tits i'm like hey all four anime boobies no problem but, um, <laughs> oh yeah like, i don't know if that was actually a thing i think that was just a meme thing i i'm just I i'm just randomly saying shit. oh I'm just okay. randomly saying shit i i'm not referencing anything i'm just randomly saying like it could be something as like uh like the sensu bean essentially like they get that sensu bean effect it doesn't necessarily have to be the sensu bean, but I just remember it as the sensu bean, where it could be gotcha. anything from the, the 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 girl that the protag the pervy protagonist has a crush on, or it could be um, maybe he likes chocolate. Chocolate boosts him up like the sensu bean. It's just that thing. So it's it's a trope that's been that's in it's prevalent in a lot of animes. That that's one thing I don't like, and I actually get more drawn to animes and mangas that don't use it. And are more, I would say, grounded. If that makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that pretty much don't follow the more of the quote. I would say more sh- shonen, shonen, pretty much. Mainly shonen. Other obviously anime studios do it, but it's mainly a shonen, a shonen anime thing. Yeah, like you don't see that type of stuff in in Berserk. I was, I was, Elizabeth would say Berserk. Yep, yeah. you, you definitely don't see that. You don't see that in Berserk, and I, that's that's one of the draws I I had to Berserk. Also, the fact that I invested so much time in Berserk at this point that if I felt like I quit and I stopped like reading Berserk, it's not a matter of FOMO. It's a matter of like, man, what did I do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> this is so much Berserk. As yeah, I, no. The next, go ahead. No, say no. There's, there's not. It was. It's, it's not a bad thing. You know, because no, Berserk is one of those. Uh, it's like that meme. It's kind of like the uh, great great grandfather of anime, like a video anime. They put like Berserk is like the, there's like the top dog leader, and then like they put like the original. I guess you call. Them, seems like there's always like this quote top three. So I think the the original top three, and especially in the 2000s until 2010s, was like uh, One Piece, Bleach, Naruto. Naruto. Bleach. Yeah. They were like always like the top three and then I think now they said after like twenty ten, twenty fifteen past thing was like uh Demon Slayer <laughs> uh I think it was Demon Slayer Jujutsu uh Jinjutsu Kaisen, Black mm-hmm. Clover or something might be it, it changes sometimes. It used to be Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Jojo, yeah. <laughs> no, that's its own category. <laughs> It is. It is. I. I have to say, I do. I've only watched. I think the first four episodes. Question mark. I have to double check. Um. But I. I actually really appreciate the rock and roll references, like left and right. Like, there's a character in that in that show, that's a, he's like a, a bit of like I think he's a detective character, if I'm not mistaken. His name is R E O Speedwagon, like the band. Yep. And then like the the closing credit music is literally like the bass part for Roundabout by Yes. I was like, what the fuck? Why haven't I watched this before? I think because it was just it was just referenced as being so meme, kind of just like ah, this is kind of more of a a joke thing. Not realizing this, and now it's going to be one of your favorite animes of all time. Watch, yeah. Imagine all of a sudden I start speaking like Jotaro. <laughs> oh God, you have to you have to narrate that one night for EC. 
Yeah, yaddy yaddy, <laughs> daddy sins. No. <laughs> it's I, like, oh no, it's happening. This this, this is easy after dark. <laughs> it's way more after dark. Nani? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh, see, we went right back to anime too. <laughs> I know, right? We said we said last night. Oh yeah, we talked so much about Boruto and Dragon Ball Z. Oh, we got ahead <laughs> of our system. No, no, no there's no, nothing no. wrong talking about it. That's just that's just our it thing. Isn't. We get into tangents and it happens. Yeah, fuck it. Makes it for interesting reading. Uh, listen, reading. I said, holy shit, listening. I hope. Uh, but going back to the whole uh, TMNT thing, I don't know if I'm gonna even bother watching it. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I yeah, I haven't. Uh, besides, besides the, obviously the, the, um, the original nineties movies, which I saw, mm-hmm. which is still, you know, they're just great. They're just, as in like, I think they're just more or less fun entertainment. Right. And then I still watched, grew up watching the TV show and then, but everybody forgot. And I think Rashawn would probably also appreciate this. Just like you, we forget what? that. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live action version, this from the oh, yeah. '90s cartoon, was in Power Rangers in Space. Really, I see. It's been so long, dude. That that's going back. Oh, uh, so what? What exactly? What was the the crossover? Yeah, they did a crossover where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was the live action Ninja Turtles from the movie, right? And they did a and they did a crossover. Uh, with with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that was during the Power Rangers in Space arc? Yes. Oh, okay. That's pretty dope. I've got a... You know what? I actually have the entire collection for Mighty Morphin. I may have to, one of these days when I get some free time, go back and see what episode that is and just watch it. Yeah, I think I think they spawned about two episodes. Okay. It was... So I'm going to get you for the episode. <laughs> Funny enough, the episode is called Shell shocked. It is the fourth. So it was a crossover with Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it right now. Uh, Power Rangers, yeah, Power Rangers Space Episode Four, Season Six, I guess. And uh, the turtles, <clears throat> the tur- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, meet up with the Power Rangers. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And they did. They had a. They had a bunch of crossovers in the. Power Rangers uh, comics from Boom Studios that they started spawning over. There's a bunch of toys now, uh, action mm-hmm. figures that like Ninja Turtles in like Power Ranger forms and stuff like that. So all that was like kind of cool. Like I, I seen that stuff, obviously. I don't really follow Ninja Turtles like that anymore. You know, I was like, we, I saw the one with Megan Fox because it was live action. And I was like, ah, all right. You know, this was more of just an action movie. I didn't take it seriously. Oh, the one with Megan Fox was a fucking disaster. Holy yeah, shit. I was trying to be like very. I got it, it was it was just bad, but that's what I was like, yeah, this is just more or less. Well, that's that's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of people who are fighting for the oh, uh, you guys weren't complaining about the fact that Megan Fox looks nothing like April O'Neil. Yeah, they were. They were complaining a lot about the fact that she looks like April O'Neil and that the turtles looked like shit. You just have an attention span that matches that mm-hmm. of a goldfish with Alzheimer's. Yeah, I would say the only thing that barely creds it. Obviously, you can't. Well, I'm not saying you can't compare 
right? Because one, one's a live action, one's a TV show. So I guess if you wanted to compare live action, it would have to be the Ninja, the Teenage Ninja Turtles original 90s live action movies, the first three, and, was, and then the uh, Megan Fox one. Opinion. Yeah, no, that, that definitely was. The, the woman who portrayed April O'Neil... Get it for you right now. From the from the first movie. Yes, the very first live action. Uh, the actress Judith. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, Judith Judith Hogue, and then it was, she was replaced by uh, Paige Turco. Yep. They actually more or less resemble of what April O'Neil was actually supposed to look. Uh, more. I think she has blonde hair in the '90s movie. If I'm not mistaken, right? I think it was more. I think it was <clears> quote <throat> like dirty blonde. Okay. Yeah. See that my complaint would be like someone who's doing respect to source material. I'm I'm a almost like a purist at almost a purist. Not quite there yet. I, I probably in a few more years I'll be there. I would want her to be a redhead, or like yeah. a, not just but a ginge. So okay, you cast a woman who can pass off as April O'Neil look wise. All right, let's uh, ginge her up. I give her that copper colored hair. You're Hollywood. I'm pretty sure you can make it with the makeup. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, so. and that that was my uh, that's my whole. Obviously, we made being complaining about it. people saying, "Oh, people never complain about Megan Fox." No, because I am not saying that she isn't a good actress, right? I am not saying that she isn't or isn't, right? But obviously, well, yeah, because I personally just don't. <laughs> I I just don't care. I just I can tell you she, she was meant to be more because of her. <laughs> she was meant to just I'm not saying nothing bad, but she's meant to be just more of a pretty face. I'm not saying that she doesn't look good. She does look good. Like, don't get me wrong, right? She did have surgery, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm not talking about the Megan Fox, not the one that right now, but well, I, not, that sounds wrong. The same Megan Fox, but when she was. When she did the Transformers movie, and then the the she did the two Transformers movie, and then the live actions, the new live actions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, she is more portrayed to be a woman who was quote very, uh, good looking, right? And that's how originally April O'Neil was 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 was, was supposed to look like. And now we got this adaption from a new from a new cartoon movie. Like Melanie Mac says, and I also agree with her. She does not look good. Does no. not. And there's a lot. There's other beautiful black women out there, who 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 could pass off and do a better, like not saying better job, but you could have. Oh, there was a picture action. I don't know if you saw, someone did a re, someone did someone did an art almost in their own version of what they took from April O'Neil's versions and changed how, and just did a new artist revision of it, and actually looked better than what we got. From the Seth Rogen's from Seth Rogen's movie <clears throat> of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, because that person's not trying to do a checkbox. That person doesn't care about tokenization. That person isn't trying to tokenize April O'Neil. Remember, that's it, this all goes back to cultural Marxism. Remember, Marxist Marxism is an evil ideology, and like Tolkien says, evil cannot create anything. It can simply just pervert or destroy, or in some cases, both. Look at the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Oh my God, Luke Skywalker, he's part of the Alphabet Mafia now. Did you hear what Dave Filoni said? 
No, but I'm already, I'm already cringing right now. Luke Skywalker is not a Jedi. That's what he said originally. Then I think he walked his statement back when oh. Anakin was like, by the way, yes, in the I movie, did see that. he even said, I am a Jedi like my father before me. Oh, somebody posted a picture saying um, that Dave only says he's not a Jedi. He says, where, where do you get that? Oh, he was the Ben Shapiro meme, an old one. Oh, right? yeah, it's it's in the title. <laughs> it's in the title where he was the Ben Shapiro origin meme of that was when he was um, arguing with that girl about there was only at that time. He, this quote, what, they, what he said and what the woman said, that quote, there's only two genders. And then he's like, he's like, oh, how is it two genders? And he's like. Uh no. Um, how do you how can you say you only allow boys in Boy Scouts? And he said in the term Boy Scouts. Yeah, just like right. Girl Scouts is just Girl Scouts. And then for this, the meme was like in the title, "Return of the Jedi." <laughs> I was like, exactly, dude. Are you trying to start some like? I, I swear, I don't know if it's like a lot of Hollywood or big names. They try to just start shit for clout. Seriously. Oh, that's all it is. That that's all it is is for clout. They don't give a shit. If it's if it's some way for them to earn brownie points with the powers that be that ultimately help them garner a check or will secure their future the children uh, a future for their children that's exactly what they're gonna do they're gonna say there are fifty two genders they're gonna say hey you know what we should make this traditionally Asian character into a white a whitewash like what happened with fucking Doctor Strange remember we talked about that when uh, <clears throat> the Lorax was on. You know, they had no problem, you know, whitewashing a Tibetan monk. Why? China was funding that project. Yeah. Disney fucking got on their knees and sucked that yellow schlong. Yep. And they, they didn't want to say that, oh, only white people are racist. Oh, didn't you have to hide? The, didn't you have to hide the picture of Chadwick Baldwin as Black Panther for the for the advertisement for or, Black uh, Panther in China? Or Star Wars in China, too? Yeah, Star Finn. Wars. Finn, they had to hide Finn's face. Finn got relegated to a thumbnail. Yeah. Literally. Just for advertising in China because they don't want to see a quote of, I think, uh, was a, not now they quote, but they obviously don't want to portray a black person in front for 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 China's uh, advertising in the movies. But yet, did we hear anyone complain about that? I mean, no, maybe probably America, a few people did. But. America, America's bad. Remember, that? that's the whole, that's the whole selling yeah. point. Yeah, this, you know, first world issues, you know. So somebody so fucking stupid. So it's Seth Rogen is 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 trending on Twitter. Somebody copy and pasted a quote that not quote from what he said on Twitter back in 2018. So this person said Seth Rogen's doing TMT. Oh man, he's going to be great. Sarcasm, right? Uh this woman said, I know this isn't a popular position, but I'm worried about marijuana addiction. Our teenagers, part of the catalyst for my son's spiral was marijuana abuse. When they found him in his apartment was full of, of the marijuana, he had developed an addiction. Dread on the risk, 1 to 32. And then Seth Rogen, on he tweeted, what he tweeted on Twitter back in 2018, October 2nd, 2018. Are you Jewish? Question mark. No. Question mark. Then lick my pasty Jewish ass nigga. Huh, huh, huh. Nigga smoke weed every day. Huh, huh, huh. Blaze it up. Smoke weed every day. They see me rolling. They hating. Huh, 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 huh. Down for what? Yo, fuck you, bro. That was him? Yes. This this was, yes. 
This is what he posted on Twitter, by the way. This is all quote. If you don't think that I'm that I'm lying, you can go to our. You, I'm going to right now. I'm going to retweet this. I just retweeted Knights FM on Twitter. Wow, yep. that that just retweeted that, mind, that. That's mind-numbingly painful, to be honest. Yeah, that, that's mind-numbingly painful. If you don't, if you think we're lying, go to our Twitter. I just retweeted now, and you and you can see it, Mike. <laughs> that's quote from what he said. Someone uh, commenting between him and this uh, Samantha Christine. Christine. It's just, it's just another. The whole Seth Rogen thing is just another example of Hollywood just having a hate boner for respecting the source material, and it comes from the fact that I'm gonna sound like a broken record. Cultural Marxists, all right, they don't give a shit about the source material. They don't give a shit about the hardcore mm-hmm. fans. Hardcore fans find ways of if you want TMNT stuff <clears throat> to consume. Find a way of getting like the old classic DVDs of the old 80s cartoon or the mm. 90s movies or f- getting a hand on the multitude of probably reprints that there have been for the original Eastman and Laird run. Uh, also, try to see if uh, my, one of my personal favorites, surprisingly enough, was the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. I thought that was a pretty good series as well. Or, or that, you know, it's crazy, uh, not crazy, but what you can do, what people should do too, Mike, is that, right, go visit. And not watch it, yeah. One that besides not watch it, if you like you said, <laughs> if you like the older Ninja Teenagers and Ninja Turtle, um, shows and movies, buy DVDs, but find local hobby shops or 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 video game stores or or stores that sell like just use DVDs, right? Or DVDs in general. Visit those. Support that small business. Buy classic. Movies, DVDs, TV shows from that from those stores, right? Or if you don't have them in your area, this is what Walmart always does. Anytime there's like a popular movie, they'll re-release in like their five ten dollar bargain bin DVDs. They're great because they're five ten dollars, right? Yeah. You'll <clears throat> they'll they'll do a promotion. They you'll see all the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Walmart. Uh, what they did the same thing. Uh, Valentine's Day, they had a whole bunch of Valentine's Day movies, right? Check check those five seven dollar bins. Uh, when you change Ninja Turtles, you obviously you're gonna see a lot of market for that in Walmart via, you know, promotion with new movies. Best- there's, there's gonna be kids sh- uh, clothes, uh, toys and stuff like that. So I'm not saying to go get those, but I'm saying is that if you find the older Teenager Ninja Turtle movies and TV shows get those. If you don't have a, a local shop that sells used DVDs, that's what I'm is getting Best at. Buy still a thing? Uh, you know, yeah, no, Best Buy is, but um, I think they're more just more. They do more new. While since Walmart has, Walmart is known, and so is kind of Target to known to like have those quote that whole like five, seven, ten dollar movie bin. You always okay. see. So like you'll sometimes you'll buy you'll find the whole uh, you'll find the whole thing. That's where I got my uh uh what is it American Pie, eight eight movie collection for twenty bucks at Walmart. <laughs> eight movie collect. Oh, so you even got the the it, spinoff ones. It like came with all the really. It came with all the decent spinoffs. Yeah, it came with Nile and all that stuff. Yeah, it has all that. Where I have it. Yep, the American Pie. No, sorry, American Pie Nine movie collection. Nine movie. Oh shit. Yep. Okay. I got that for twenty bucks. <laughs> what I recently get last year, um, for five dollars. I bought the 
Zack Snyder's Justice League, the new Justice League. I bought that from the $5 bin just to have. And just a couple of random, like, just random movies. Uh, Resident Evil on Blu-ray, six movie collection. Got that for, like, $10 at Walmart. I'm not saying to go. I just go there because that's what I have in my town. But if you have something else in your town that's, a, like, a, a hobby shop that sells, like, classic movies, CDs, right? Visit those shops. And you'll and see a lot of the – and consume uh, physical media. Physical also, media. one thing I will say too, physical media is monumentally better, right? <clears throat> because it's harder to edit and, you know, to revise, do your revisionist bullshit as they're trying to do with certain popular books. But get those physical copies as soon as possible because they're not stupid like I said. They may be incompetent at what they do in executing it possibly, but they're not stupid because they're going to find a way to, okay, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is popular. Okay, how can we digitize the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, make April O'Neil look more ethnically different, right? How do we do that, right? They'll they'll go in there and they'll remaster it and re-release it for a special insert year, you know, edition, <clears throat> whatever it may be, right? So buy the original stuff that you want and then... You know, make you know, maybe make copies, maybe don't. It's up to you. And then you know, share it with your friends, your family that also like that stuff too. You know, because yeah. next thing you know it's going to be like what happened with Roald Dahl or Ian Fleming, where they try they're at well, they actually retroactively changed some of the wording in Ian Fleming's uh, books. Or recently, the most recent issue is uh, R.L. Stein had to come out and make a public statement saying that this story about his works being edited and changed were false and that he has uh, no plans on actually changing them and that the ed- uh, if there were any edits proposed, that he has never been one to approve them. Yeah, there's a whole big thing. He's actually now accusing... Oh, what the hell's going on? Everything okay? Yeah, no, just, just my minute. Yeah, R.L. Sign... Accuse a publisher of censoring Goosebumps books without his permission. All right, you want to yep. get more into that? What, this what, is just, I have a different article up. This is just from many articles that I've... Uh, not many, a few articles I've just found looking up right now. It's just pretty much saying that pretty much that he debunked another one from... R.L. Stein debunks claims he altered Goosebumps books. Right. Do you know the the publishers that tried to do that? Because that's what I don't. Scholastic, think of. Scholastic. The Scholastic were the ones who published it. Uh, who have published Goosebumps for? No, no, no. The ones who tried to change his material. Scholastic. That, oh, it's called Scholastic. still still Scholastic. It's still Scholastic. Yes, for uh, for over three decades, Scholastic books. Yes. No, I know they, you you yeah. you remember those Scholastic book fairs at school and you saw. Like, yeah, all the time. That's where I used yeah. to get all my Goosebumps books in general. Yeah, you know, I, used I used to, to get them like... there. I used to get a lot. Actually, my I, I you day, I used to draw a lot when I was a kid. I used to, I got all yeah. like my drawing books from there. Okay, nice, nice. So, yeah, my mom used to give me like twenty five bucks or twenty bucks, right? And I would get a few Goosebumps books. And then later on, we wound up, uh, when I got a little older, I stopped reading Goosebumps and started going to the more mature story, which was like Fear Street. You ever read Fear Street? I haven't. I've only, oh, no, sorry. I did read I did read Fear Street, and I just recently found out 
that it, they, they even did movies about it? I don't even know. Yes, apparently. there is a Netflix. It's actually not bad. There is a Netflix Fear Street, like a three-part Netflix Fear Street series that I recommend you check out. It's not okay. bad. Oh, yeah, that's and right. I did see that. Well, I didn't see it, but I saw that it was on Netflix, and I didn't put two and two together. It was actually uh, Goosebumps and R.L. Stein. Yeah, so Earl Stein produced Fear Street, which was a, I think, supposed to be a a, a more mature um, elevation. So where Goosebumps was meant for, you know, children, this was more designed for teens into going into YA. And then he eventually branched into YA, I think, recently with certain novels. Like, I think he has one book called Red Rain. It was, um, I, I got Janine a, a signed copy of it. Basically, it has to do with vampires. So. Okay. But yeah, Scholastic, apparently the, the whole issue is... Uh, for the 30th anniversary of Goosebumps, Scholastic, for the ebook re-releases, they actually edited some of the words, but <clears throat> R.L. Stein is saying that he had no knowledge yeah. of that happening. And he's not the only one being targeted by this. You know, Tolkien's probably one that's going to be coming up very soon. Uh, Roald Dahl was the most recent one, but due to all the backlash um, facing mm. particularly books like Char- uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory and Matilda, they walked back on it. And then one is uh, particularly Ian Fleming's James Bond. So my stance oh on all this is if the writer doesn't approve of it, do not change the written word. You keep the story as is, especially if the writer's dead, like Ian Fleming, Roald Dahl, right? They're dead as a doornail, okay? Now, if the writer Tolkien. wants to go... Well, Tolkien would have loved the, the new current Rings of Power. Get the fuck out of here. If I could collect the seven Dragon Balls, I'd bring I bring him back to life first, Mike, just to see, just so he could see the Rings of Power. I wonder if the estate would go back to him then, if that's the case. Like, I wish Tolkien and his wife were alive, right? Boom, they come back. Does that mean the rights go all the all the estate goes back to him, and that means Amazon can't do shit? Because I, I would be incredibly happy. I I would hope so, but if not, he <laughs> if, if if they if they think. That, oh, you know, we're trying to be inclusive. Why are they inclusive? Well, you really don't know who Tolkien is then. <laughs> Tolkien's goal was never about... Oh, my God. These people... Everything's like got to be inclusive and all that shit. Come on. You don't even... It's so retarded, right? Entertainment, fantasy, it's it's escapism, right? You you can make inclusivity, make new fucking characters, especially if these people... I, I sound like a fucking broken record at this point. Make new characters, all right? If you're a multi-million, multi-billion dollar company, you have no excuse, especially when you have a plethora of independent creators out there doing what you should be doing on budgets significantly less than what you pay or may not pay, you know, depending on who the uh, publisher is, IDW, looking at you, for doing works, their works, or just original works. I think we literally said the same thing. Hollywood has all the money, the manpower, the resources, the people, etc. to make really great movies. Or you want to make live action adaptions of insert IP. But they're fucking it up. To be inclusive for diversity, for checkboxes... We got to make sure everybody's involved. We got to make sure everyone feels like they're part of that. No, it's supposed to be fantasy. I play these games because I envision like, oh, yeah, if I was that or if I looked like that, that'd be cool if I was like that. Like when I play these fantasy games, 
I don't try. I I put like my personality, my mindset into it, my physical self. No, I would rather be that warrior character, right? For an example. So I envision right. why I'm played to be somebody else. It's fantasy. It's supposed to be escapism. escape. You're supposed to escape from reality to play it. Moderation time, obviously, <laughs> you know, in yeah, moderation it playing becomes, it. Otherwise, it becomes a problem. Yes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. We all we all love fantasy, but in moderation, yes. right? But that and that's and that's how it's supposed to be. Not what they're doing now. So there's honestly, there's actually no excuse why ever a literally quote bat like not even just bad a fucking horrendous garbage ass movie or tv show should come out because they have all the resources the manpower and the money to do it well and as i tell people take your money that you would have go that you've gone to go see uh uh ant-man i heard was really bad i'm not saying that it was paul rudd's fault probably probably wasn't but you know uh, the money you was your money you were spent, you know, fifty dollars in chocolate or something, and twenty dollars for tickets at the movie theater, you probably could have bought like two indie comics with that. Just saying. And not every movie is going to be a hit, right? It, it's it's true. Some movies are just going to be flat out bad with with or without the injection of cultural Marxism. Uh, cultural Marxism usually is is usually the nail in the coffin, though, if if they introduce that stuff, and that's what it boils down to. You know, it's it's going into this whole ESG thing that they're talking about. It started with the World Economic Forum, and it's something that's starting to rise up when it comes to being made aware of by the people. You know, what the hell is ESG, right? It's basically a social credit score. That's what it is. You know, and that's why these things like fifteen minute cities, which I talked about previously, are popping up as well. Oh, you know? There are people that, crazy. That's what that. it's all about. They don't <laughs> care about diversity. Diversity is their the word that they use to manipulate the perception of others because nine times out of ten people are not going to mind okay yeah let's get a black character out there let's get an asian character let's get another whatever the ethnicity is point blank right people are going to be okay with it as long as it's not a swap right and it's not just okay now we're like i said a swap and we're now going to make insert this character that was always traditionally something something right into something else now just because we don't want to take the chance of it flopping. Well, you know, those characters that whose legacies you're standing on, they had the chance to flop, but they didn't. Yeah. They succeeded. Take the same chance. You have to take risks. That's part of life. They took yeah. a risk just to release the original source of what that is. Yeah, well, Batman's plagiarized, but that's an entire different story. Oh, my God, Mike. You think people actually know that? They, they probably, you you should if if you don't think that it is you should go read uh, not read you should go listen to uh, Razor Fist he makes a whole video about the we're um, sounding uh, like Razor Fist stands <laughs> I'm just realizing that I think there was um I was re I watched a uh, Brett Groove video last night and she had like a that thing of Razor Fist because oh, really was, uh it was uh, when he was doing like the the fuck you. I was always right or something. How oh fuck you! I was right. Fuck you! I was right. Yeah, yeah she she had that. that in the video. She was talk- when she was talking about um, about I mean, something. Yeah. But I saw it last night. The doll was pretty funny. She had a um, a video of him in, but it was just like quick, quick, a uh, couple seconds. Yeah, I don't. Th- is she with the um the Daily Wire? No, no. She, yeah, she still is. She's the okay. well, the youngest person is. But I just I enjoyed uh, watching her videos because she. 
Obviously, she tackles multiple issues on a, on a daily basis, right? She uh, broods humor into it, and uh, I don't want to say stuck up, but I also oh, think no, she's not stuck up. I was referring to the other people in the Daily Wire. Oh, and that, yeah, that's well, not that that's what's referring to. It's just like you have to take people at the Daily Wire with a grain of salt. Each of them are going to be their own different. Yeah, each of them have their own. Uh, per each of their own personalities. I personally like to enjoy watching Berkowitz. I think she's really funny. She she points out a lot of true facts about what's going on. She hits multiple different subjects, um, topics of what's going on in the in the in the culture and entertainment sphere going on. Right, pretty much it's it's pretty much the cultural fight, the cultural fight as we're uh as as what's happening right now. Her her thing is called the comment section. I'll have to check it out. I've I've heard of her, but I haven't really watched anything. I think I might have seen like a short or two by her, but that, she's only it. she's only been on YouTube with the Daily Wire for a year. Okay, so that's probably why I've only seen like maybe yeah. a short or two from her. I'm pretty sure as the algorithm catches up and she makes more videos and shorts, yeah, or converts certain videos. Oh into no, shorts. she's very she she has she's very popular. She just hit two million subs on YouTube. Hey, oh that's awesome! Congratulations for her. Yeah, I think her like her. Funny video I watched last night was uh about the uh trans uh, the trans chocolate the Hershey. Oh, she was, dude! She was very pissed about that as a woman because you know the tr- supposedly Hershey's like yeah we're celebrating International Women's Month, but as a man but a man who's portraying a woman and she was kind of saying like that's a that's a spit in the face to all biological women out there. Well, you see, they're not calling. They're they're trying. If you noticed, this is how important language is, and I'll give Michael Knowles that. Right? Look at the shift of them using less of the word trans women, right, or trans this or trans that, particularly women, and it's women plus. They're trying to test. It's like a market test. They're using women plus in conjunction with trans women, so that they can eventually segue away from using trans women and just do women plus so they can further manipulate it and slowly it's like turning the the what do you call it the pot the furnace on well, what do you call it the burner on with a pot of frogs right so they move to women plus and after women plus they'll start to slowly get rid of the plus and it'll just be women and then the people who aren't paying attention to what's going on right they'll be like oh a woman's a woman can have a dick and a woman doesn't have a dick you know that's them and that's what they're trying to do, dude. This, is that so? Is uh, tell. I think I made a joke. I when well, I made a joke, I posted it on Twitter as a joke too, meant to be truth. Because as I said before, uh, comedy is the origin of comedy are things that are based on truth, or wouldn't be funny. Like if you made fat jokes to me, that'd be funny because I'm fat. That's just the truth. Resonate. Yeah, it, 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 there is some truth related to what's funny about it. That's why they're called jokes. You know, don't get fucking offended. It's a joke. Relax. Your life is not over. Holy shit. Are you sure about that? There was a... Uh, <laughs> who... Um, I think it was... Uh, oh, Matt, Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. He, uh, he posted a video. Uh, it was... Uh, what was? Did you hear about the recent thing with Matt Wallish? Matt Wallish? No, probably saying. Oh, 
Wait, is it the um? Was it the whole trans thing that so much so that I think a uh... the whole trans thing, and he had to make he did a re, he did another video in response to uh to what people were saying against them. And oh, no, here's the, okay. So oh no I, no, I, I remember now. He made a video woman, about it. Some uh, I'm just gonna just one second. And some yeah. woman apparently is leaving Daily Wire because of it. But that's that's about. I didn't it. hear about that. I had to look that yeah. up. I didn't hear about that. But he was he was pretty much uh making uh making fun of uh what's his name? I'm calling him. The guy, uh Dylan Dylan Manvolney, horrendous mockery of 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 women continues. He the made a video who has no, the, the dude who has a long history of being an attention hog, right? And he finally found something that fucking stuck. Okay, if you look at that guy's history, right? He has gone through one fad after the other. One moment he was straight, one moment he came out as gay. Then he went back to being straight. Then he became tran quote trans. Okay, this dude is an attention seeker. Go on. Yeah, he there was yeah that that was he made the video talking about him saying no matter how much you call yourself quote trans and put a whole bunch of makeup you know, you'll never be a woman, right? And he. So, so the words that he used in his video, he pretty much said a lot of things that, quote, even Republicans and conservatives are like, dude, you were kind of too harsh about it. Even people on the quote on the right were saying, dude, you know, you're not wrong, but you were saying you were you were saying they were saying that it was too harsh. And he made another in response that talking about pretty much what what the ideology of what trans is doing. And now he's trying to he in the long run, his goal is to also be a part to stop that but he's trying to also protect his kids because that's the main thing is they're coming after your kids quote yeah so two things one uh christina buttons is the woman who said that she's leaving daily wire um and it had to do with uh matt walsh's stance on the whole trans thing what he said basically i guess about this dylan dude and two i can't believe i'm defending matt walsh but there's gonna this it just fucking highlights the problem with fucking conservatives right or the people on the fucking right they are going to accept, start accepting this whole trans thing, right? And they're going to just start adopting that philosophy, and they're going to become the old left, the, the, the current left, and the new left is going to become some other fucking amalgamous monster. And that's what's going to happen. And so we're they're slowly, and I said this from Michael Malice, uh, I think, said this, that uh, conservatives, or it's conservatives or Republicans, I, I got to double check, but are basically progressives, but driving at the speed limit to their goal. Mm -hmm. So Matt Walsh, you know, and I can't believe I'm fucking defending the guy. Um, he's not wrong. He's trying to defend his kids. He's trying to defend future kids, too. And he's trying to let kids just be fucking kids without having to be forced to go to drag time story hour. Okay? No kid should be going to a drag show or a strip show, regardless of whether it's a fucking heterosexual, homosexual, whatever. Okay, mm -hmm. if a kid's having story time, it's just some normal person reading a book to kids, and that's it. And the book is not anything that is sexually explicit or pushing any sort of ideology, just like a basic book about – remember the old Caterpillar storybook that we had growing up, yep. Hungry Caterpillar? Yep, I remember the Hungry Caterpillar. What the, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with reading that to a kid? Do that. You don't need yeah. to fucking do this whole bullshit – with enforcing certain sexual uh, sexual ideologies or certain, quote, gender ideologies onto these kids. 
Just read the fucking Hungry Caterpillar. It's worked for decades. It'll continue to work. Yep. And that's the problem. It's like you said, they're trying to enforce and, quote, push their, quote, gender ideology and sexual orientation and racial issues and making everyone to feel like it's a competition of who's the most victimized. Why are you trying to be the most victimized? Everyone's got a lot of fucking problems in their own lives. Your goal should try to be better, try to fix your problems and not repeat what happened before, whether the problems are your fault or not. But you're supposed to get better, not keep this whole victim mentality going on so people will start feeling bad for you. Well, we're in a well, competition to see who's the most victimized. Come on. It's not even it's not even that. That's the surface level stuff. It, it's a lot more insidious and it gets a lot when you go deeper into it. The coffee is starting to kick in. So I'm actually waking up now. Um, <laughs> Yo, let's keep going. Lot. Let's keep going, it's, Mike. <laughs> uh, we've got like ten more minutes, technically speaking. So it's like that's ten minutes. Let's go. <laughs> so it's a lot more insidious than that. It's not. So yes, these people are playing oppression Olympics, but oppression it's being Olympics. manipulated. Yeah, oppression Olympics. No, it's I don't just funny. I don't think I don't think <laughs> I'm the first person to say it. I think Stephen Crowder might have said it or someone else. That was the first it. time I heard, and that's so pretty funny. Uh, okay, yeah, oppression Olympics. So these people are playing oppression Olympics, and. They don't even realize that they're being manipulated by powers that be. That's what we refer to them as, right? That are doing this so that they perpetually are weak. So if you get yourself in a constant victim mindset, you are not going to be strong enough, both mentally and physically, to deal with the adversities, real adversities of life. Oh no, he didn't use the right pro. He or she did not use the right pronouns. I'm so upset. I don't know. I'm gonna make a 20 second video of me crying hysterically in the back of Starbucks because my uh, underwater basket weaving degree it doesn't get me a hundred thousand dollar a year job. <laughs> no shit, sunshine. You should have fucking chosen a better career path. Holy fuck. Um, dude, you got me a basket weaving. That was the <laughs> highlight of it. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that's why this thing, you know, if you go deeper beyond the oppression Olympics, it's being pushed because it's going to make them weak. And for whoever is, it doesn't have to be a foreign nation. It can be someone within. Threats come from domestic and abroad. Oh, you're at. Yeah, that's my soapbox. Go ahead. <laughs> Dude, I think we should look up if is, is basket weaving a real job? Is that a real thing? Is that basket a real weaving? Degree? No, basket weaving. No, ba I don't know about a degree. I, I know basket it's not. I'm just. But basket okay. weaving is a real thing. That's how baskets were made. Basket weaving. That's no, what no, I know. But yeah. I'm saying, like, if you had to go to college. No, that. no, that's something. That's something you can learn from your like, like a YouTube video or like your like your grandmother or something. Depending on where you're from, she teaches you how to use basket, you know, to weave baskets out of uh, yeah. uh, thatch or whatever they used to make them out of. So. Oh my god. Yeah, underwater basket weaving, gender studies. Dude, it's. I'm sorry if you're going. I'm gonna say it says thing. If you're, if you have, I'm gonna tell you right now. Unless you're literally going to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, some type of science, not political science, actual fucking science. But how like else are politicians gonna know how to screw us without being political science majors? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a microbiologist or something, or 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 a physicist or a physicist, right? Then yes, yeah. you probably should. You definitely should, or even a, uh, I don't know, psychology. Psychology, but even seems like that is kind of have, has been warped. But you know more well, we, more about that than I do. Uh, the problem with psychology is the fact that they're they're no longer trying to push CBT, which not CBD, but CBT, cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy, right? 
they're trying to push just short-term medicinal fixes, like, you know, chemical fixes, like, you know, oh, you have anxiety? Here, take this pill that might actually increase your anxiety and make you want to commit suicide. Oh, then three months later, when your body develops an immunity to that, oh, we've got this new pill that's being tested on the market. You know, here you go. Your insurance company's going to build $5 billion, even though the pill probably only costs like two cents to make. And, uh, yeah, they just keep their, their new drug peddlers. Pharma, pharma is the drug cartel. That's not even – that's hiding in plain sight. I can't even say hiding. They're just standing in plain sight, distributing drugs to everyone willy-nilly. Yep. And that's why it's, it's, it's sad to say that's the state of psychology or certain – a large growing trend in psychology, I should say. No, it very much is. It's like I was saying. You not even can usually you should not even go to college. If you're if you're going to college and you have no idea what you want to do, don't go to college. It's a waste of fucking time. It, it seriously is. Take some yeah. time, get a normal fucking job at a restaurant, a grocer or something. Develop some social skills. Right? To get some experience. Like then you know, okay, I know what I want to do. I figured it out. It's something that's actually practical. A nurse even. Is practical for yourself and society that's going to help progress society go and going forward, then go to college. See, I would I, I'm not going to argue for going for college. What I'll do is avoid the the pitfalls like I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm going to just get a liberal arts degree. No, that's what I was saying. Don't yeah, don't, don't go for that. Don't, don't go for that. And if you can, honestly, what I would do is just go for a job that has you around a trade. Right. You know, starts off as like a, a cleaner in a, you know, machine shop or something or, you know, entry level machining position. Right. Start learning the basics, you know, start with your whatever the salary is starting with sixteen dollars an hour. Maybe if you have no training or maybe more, depending on how in demand and where you are. Right. <clears throat> do that. And then when you do that. Right. And you like it, maybe after a few years, then start pursuing maybe an engineering degree. That's what they do over in Europe. Before you become an engineer, you have to have machining experience, at least three years applicable. Yeah. Do something like that. Or it's like I was saying before, because it seemed a lot of, especially a lot of youth and a lot of kids are coddled very easily. That's how I was saying. Develop some social skills. You're going to need these basic jobs, right, that are going to give you the social skills to interact in society. Because not, you, I can't say nine times out of ten, that's probably not. That's not the right factual number, but we can definitely say the more the, the, the youth is more coddled than it more coddled than it ever was. Yeah, we uh, mentioned that last <clears throat> last night. <clears throat> Damn, losing my throat, my voice. Uh we mentioned that last night. Oh, we're getting to the five minute mark left. Uh we mentioned that last night where we're be, by creating such a lavish society, we have inadvertent and also having previous generations experience what they went through and you know it's admirable that you know people don't want children to their children to go through hardship i understand that you know and i'm not saying that all ch children need to suffer like you did through a great depression of some kind even though we're going through it now but by coddling them from everything you are making them a larger target for actual evils that are out there that will not that you will not be able to protect them from yeah they're turning then turning to weak people essentially yeah, the, you should protect your child obviously from something they obviously from something practical they can't do right if they obviously they're being attacked and it's a larger adult obviously protect your child because 
nine times out of t- nine times out of ten, they won't be able to defend themselves f- from a physical standpoint. And that's when you right? start blasting. Yeah, and if you and if you capping, then if you hold it, then you be capping. That's it. You know, don't. This is a a life lesson. Do not in any way attempt to be arrogant when it comes to the university of fuck around and find out. Mm-hmm. I told you that. I tell you that that um that person's Twitter account tried to tell me, oh no, it's just your opinion, you know. Society, it's just your opinion. Society is not getting physically violent, and I'm like, oh yeah. So are you uh, kidding me? I, mean, I told you about that. Uh, no, uh, you told me about, it, but I didn't hear about that that second part. No, so I'm I'm gonna get it right now because uh, it was quote or I didn't quote it exactly. So I'm kind of more just ex- exaggerating. Not exaggerating, but I'm mis misspoken their words because I posted something in response. To side and I was telling you about it and I was telling them, well, you know, and examples would be just in the past few years, you know, uh, past few years would have been the summer of love, the whole uh, Kyle Rittenhouse issue, the George Floyd, right? All the all the riots from BLM Antifa. And you tell me that's that's not people, society and everything not getting physically violent. And I said, that's just the past few. That was just last few years. And I even mentioned that as a whole like january 6th and oh god there's a <laughs> that's another I, I found the thing i found the uh response okay what did the what i did wrote the, uh, board warrior say i wrote in the in response at, to the to this person show more replies so this person made a post i wrote this person because it's just a cartoon or anime picture so i don't know who the fuck this person is so gotcha they posted a picture. Oh, they they retweeted from the Flash, Flash at Yale Flash guy, saying Antifa threatened Sacramento Bar for playing Hogwarts Legacy on TVs. Woke race activists unite, and then I, uh, you, I think you I think you you actually commented on it too. I commented said saying that it's going to take it's going to take more than looking. Oh, I I probably should re 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 uh, look at my words when I tweet, but I said it's going to take more than just than just locking these criminals up because he or she will be out of jail the next day. It takes physical pain for someone to realize when you fuck around, you're going to find out real quick. And then the same person who posted the retweet from the yellow flash said, "Not true. I disagree with you on that, but that's the beauty of it all. We're free to have our own opinions on that matter." That I didn't say an opinion. You don't disagree with a fact. Fuck around, you're gonna find out. Yeah, you know. I, I said to her in quote response, exact words what I wrote. You could see on the nice production Twitter. Take a look at what happened in the USA in the past few years now: BLM, Antifa riots, 2020 summer oil, etc. etc. As an example, and tell me that is an example of laws in place and words aren't working. It's only a matter of time when people get tired of talking. And I didn't get no fucking response after that. No, because you're not wrong in that regard. You know, talking is only going to go so far. And I don't want there to be violence, but when there is, when someone does not come to you at the table, when you're willing to offer civil discourse, then you inevitably make violent recourse the only option. And it's going to be possibly them making the first move, and it's going to just be this massive powder keg that's going to result in bodies in the streets, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? 
they it and it technically already started with just the with just a couple examples I already saw I already oh, stated. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's been, been happening. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. The past few years, there's a lot more. I just named like what four things in the last what three. I even mentioned January six, right? And that's a whole fuck. It's a whole fucking hoax. And I think you mentioned something that happened over the course of one year, just one year alone. Yeah. Oh, I, I would just say yeah. That was just that. Yeah, that was just pretty much one year, year and a half, the most probably, right? That was just over one year and a half, a year and a half, right? Going on. You can't tell me the violence is right there. It it started and it's been happening a lot before twenty twenty. It's been happening. No, I mean, Obviously, we're talking isn't because there's only so much you can say to somebody that even if you're saying something factual and they're not willing to listen. Because we, we we we're gonna stay. We say things that are actually fact that are actually factual, but then they it's how you perceive the information we're saying, how you receive it. So you can tell us all day. Well, you know, I disagree with you. I I don't care if you disagree with me. I'm telling you a fucking fact. If I say it's in my opinion, then say I disagree with you. Sure, it's my opinion. I don't care before if you. Do. Well, before before we go, because we're we're beyond time now. Uh, there there's a difference. The, these people don't recognize objective truths behind, you know, subjective opinions. So the the idea of objectivity does not exist for them because if object if they can acknowledge objectivity exists, then their whole worldview, their very fragile worldview is that stone going through a glass house thrown by them of all people. And it just comes shattering all around them. So but with that being said, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Daily Nights. I've been your host, Treasonous Truths. I was joined today by my amazing co-host, Daddy Sins. Yo, it's Daddy Sins. Have a good night. And just like I always say, don't be a fucking sinner. I got nothing and else if, to say. I, okay. I, didn't know if, I didn't know if you had. Yeah, I was waiting for to see if you had something. Else. Um, everyone's uh, got opinions, objective truths only. You don't like what we said. That's too bad. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> what else? Hashtag not my April. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, Did you just start that now? <laughs> I said it before in a post. No one really said anything, but oh. say hashtag not my April. Hashtag not my mermaid. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Hashtag. Hashtag not my Ninja Turtles because that movie just no. looks awful already. <laughs> It's, it's nothing against the people in there, maybe minus Seth Rogen, but I mean, I've seen a couple of his, his, his past movies, they were like, you know, quote, funny, but that said, quote, funny, because that is subjective. For people who don't know, that is subjective. What kind of movies you or I think is, quote, funny. So, yeah, like <laughs> we could talk about that May, tomorrow night. We'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow night, if anything. Oh, yeah. We go into his, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Library. We're going to hit on The Last of Us. <clears throat> Second to last episode, episode eight. It was actually good. Oh. It was actually pretty. It was actually okay. pretty decent. It was actually a okay, a really good episode. There's obviously some things I have to say, but minor things I have to say. But as you know, we always got hit upon the last of us because next week is the last episode. So I just hope they actually put fucking clickers in it more. That I, I got no else to say, Mike. <laughs> you got it. Okay. <laughs> If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at Neon Knights FM on Twitter, Neon Knights Production on Instagram, or you can also subscribe at our channel on YouTube, our YouTube channel, at Neon Knights Productions. 
as well, where we'll be updating Daily Knights episodes and going back to uploading more Eternal Champions episodes too. So with that being said, until next time, folks, stay golden.